What does Flag Day in June have to do with your health? <laughs> We're going to find out today on Natural Health Dialogue with naturopathic Dr. Randy Lee. Randy, can you enlighten us on that? Yeah, um, you know, Jolene does these uh, every month. Uh, we, we chose a topic for the year at the beginning of the year. Mine is all on cleansing. Hers, she decided she would find a way to look at the months each month and pick the holidays that are in that month and find a way to translate those in some very creative ways, I might add, uh, into some things that dealt with food and nutrition and supplements and body support and keeping your body healthy. So um, during the month of June, there are three holidays that she wrote about here. It's a lengthy article, hers always are, but if you're interested in the research uh, of, uh, of holidays and how you can relate those to important food nutrient ideas, mm -hmm. uh, then take a look at that blog, print it off, make yourself a little notebook of it. And you'll find out that you've got a lot of information that you can refer back to. The first holiday she mentions in June is Flag Day. And I said, uh, in the United States, uh, Flag Day is celebrated on June 14th this year. Uh, it's recommended, it, it commemorates the adoption of the flag in the United States on June 14th of 1777. Now, that's the holiday. From there, how do you turn that into something? Well, what color is the flag? It's red, white, and blue. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we mentioned several months ago uh, the concept of eat your colors. And um, <laughs> the, the idea is um, every color has different bioflavonoids mm. and has different nutrients. Uh, if you're talking reds, blues, and purples, you're talking antioxidants. Foods that are rich in, uh, really rich in antioxidants slow down cellular damage, get rid of free radical damage, those kinds of things. Mm. Those turn out to be foods which are not only foods, but fruits and berries as well, that are, that are uh, red, purple, and um, um, uh, red, red, purple, and, and, and even into the oranges, although the oranges uh, really fall a little bit into a, a separate category, but lots okay. of red, whites, and blues. And so uh, she mentions that and goes into um, some of the fruits and berries uh, that are heavy antioxidants, uh, things that have lycopenes, uh, proanthocyanidine, there's a big word for you, uh, but that actually is an antioxidant form, and the cyan in the middle of that, uh, to people who do any printing or anything, you know, that that's a blue-red color. Uh, that's mm -hmm. one of the colors, if you, if you do cyan, uh, you're going to end up with color printing. So those gotcha. proanthocyanidines are in your red, blue, and purple um, fruits and vegetables. And then uh, vitamin A is a beta carotene, vitamin C, magnesium. Uh, those are all foods that you're going to find in the red, white, and blue spectrum. And she spends a bunch of pages talking about specifically what some of those foods will do in your body. Uh, what do you get out of a strawberry? What do you get out of a cherry? What do you get out of a raspberry? Uh, red bell peppers. What's the benefit of doing red bell peppers instead of green bell peppers? If you have interest in those kinds of things, this is the article for you. They don't really have anything to do with Flag Day, but they do have something to do with red, white, and blue, which is mm. something that we celebrate on Flag Day. And right. that's, the way she, that's the way she broke it up to make it work.
And maybe I, it's a good I, reminder. I probably it, won't, you know, look at it the same after this. <laughs> well, it's a it's a great reminder, and it also uh, gives you the idea that it does make a difference whether you have a bland, colorless diet or whether you have a diet that's rich in colors, because mm. the diets that are rich in colors are also rich in various kinds of nutrients, each color having its own um, its own things like proanthocyanidine in red, blue, and purple things. You, you don't get those in a lot of other foods as well. So um, at the end of that particular stuff, she talks about some natural occurring common ailments or conditions that you can have if you don't uh, have these uh, red, whites, and blues in your in your diet. Anxiety, mm. blisters, bruises, cold and the flu, those kinds of things. So mm. that's all she put it under flag day. Uh, it's wonderfully done. Uh, it's a way to focus us on a category of food groups uh, that we might not otherwise put into those kinds of categories. The second holiday that she mentioned is Father's Day. Now, you may remember that some months ago, we covered mm -hmm. Mother's Day uh, mm -hmm. and some of the nutrients that were specific to women. Well, this is your little compendium, uh, your little categorization of things that are healthy for, for men. So men's health is covered under Father's Day. Mm. It says, in men, the symptoms of aging are often found as, as a result of a growth hormone or testosterone decline. Mm -hmm. uh, so she starts off talking about some of those things that are specific to men. And then she goes into um, um, different kinds of hormones uh, uh, that men have. And then what kind of foods can you get those, those from? So if you're a man or if you have a man in your life and you want to help him to stay healthy in his manhood, then here's some great things that you can do here. Wild yams, black cohosh, dandelions, salt palmetto. If I say salt palmetto, salt palmetto, most of my clients will say prostate because that's the primary thing that we use for prostate health. She mentions it here as well, along so, with ashwagandha, shizandra. So if my yeah. kids give me uh, black cohosh for Father's Day, that is a sign they love me. That's a sign they love you. They want you to, to stay as a healthy man, you got it. You got it. Then she mentioned some foods that can help in this process. Uh, those were some herbs and things that we use, but just straight foods, things like honey uh, contains uh, boron and uh, boron is healthy for a man. Uh, yeah. Eggs, almonds, oysters. Most guys know that oysters help with your sex drive. It just so happens that they're uh, uh, got a lot of testosterone are pre testosterone precursors in them. And hmm. so your body is helping and developing and making testosterone if you eat some, uh, some oysters. Spinach is really good for a man. Uh, she gets hmm. into some fruits, bananas and pineapples. Tomatoes, the lycopene that's in tomatoes, great for a man. Um, hmm. So anyway, lots of those. There's several, several that fit in there uh, that, are, that are specific to men and men's health. The third uh, holiday that she mentions is one that I was not familiar with because I'm not from the islands, but King Kamehameha uh, Day is, uh, is a Hawaiian holiday that's celebrated in June. And so uh, she used that in order to get into some of the nutrients that are very, very popular in Hawaii that most of us don't think too much about. Um, hmm. 
thing like uh, taro. Uh, taro is, uh, is one of the most important plants in the whole Hawaiian culture. But if you're not Hawaiian, you might not do much taro. So anyway, lots of things that deal with coconuts and uh, uh, pineapples and things that are specific to the islands that might otherwise be missing from your diet. And then my favorite part of Jolene's articles, always, the end of the last two or three pages of the article are dealing with recipes. And if you're looking for some super uh, enzymatic drinks that you can make from uh, lemon mm. pomegranate, there's a recipe there mm, for that. That sounds good. There's a recipe for making banana guava pie. Uh, there's recipes for not only things to eat, but she's got a great recipe in here for beard oil. Um, I noticed Joseph looking at you while we do this. You got yourself a nice beard now. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look a recipe, at that. A recipe you can use here to uh, to both strengthen, nourish, and enrich your beard, make it look nicer as well. So lots of recipes in here. Uh, take a look at those, and then she gets into some healthy things too, like even uh, vinegar tick and insect repellents because uh, they happen during the summer. Mm. And uh, there's a recipe there for that. So lots of recipes that deal with things that we associate with holidays uh, that take place in the month of June. Uh, take a look at this. I find it pretty interesting. Great research, a great research topic for you to print off and keep in a notebook somewhere. Absolutely. And if you'd like to read that article, you can find it at thehealthpatch.com and check under the resources tab and uh, you'll find the blog articles there. Also a copy of this podcast if you'd like to listen again. And so, Randy, is that all for today? That's all for today. Uh, this is our fourth week of this month, and that covers uh, all we were going to do on the liver, and it covers all we were going to do on the holidays. We have uh, five Mondays in this month, and so we're next week we're going to do one more, and on that one we're going to talk a little bit about summer, devi deviating, but we'll be well into summer by the time we get to the last week of June. And so we're going to talk about basically summer energy how to get it, how to keep it, and mm. what you can do with your kids during the summer. Ooh, I so, like uh, it. Come listen to it for next week as well. All right, looking forward to it. Until next time, be safe and healthy.